Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bosch. The number of clean diesel models in North America will double by 2014. Bosch Clean Diesel. Good, clean, fun. Bridgestone. Your journey, our passion. And by Dow Automotive Systems. Improving durability and increasing design flexibility with Betamate structural adhesives at DowBetamate.com. Hello again and welcome to another episode of AutoLine Daily. It is Tuesday, the 24th of April, 2012, and we are glad you could join us today. I'm Craig Cole and there is a lot of news to get through, so we'd better get rolling. Last week we showed you an artist's rendition of the Lamborghini Urus crossover. I'm sure I'm pronouncing it wrong, but it's apparently named after a breed of Spanish bull. Anyway, the company just made everything official at the Beijing Auto Show. According to Autoblog, this 4x4 beast should hit the road sometime in or around 2015. Whenever it does make it to market, the company expects to sell around 3,000 per year, half of those in the United States. The price tag should exceed 200 grand, and a magnum caliber V10 or V12 under the hood seems like a logical engine choice. As you'd expect, large parts of the Urus will be constructed out of weight-saving carbon fiber. And all I can say is I am super excited about this reveal. It's just what the market needs. Another crossover, and one practically nobody can afford, but it gets better. Word on the web is this baby is part of a premium SUV offensive from the Volkswagen Group, so stay tuned for more. Not to be outdone, Honda revealed a couple concepts in China as well. Two small cars that feature some pretty wild designs. First up, the Concept C, which is arguably the crazier looking of the two. Here, C stands for Cool, Challenge and China, if you were curious. It's a design study for a middle-class sedan specifically targeting the People's Republic. Hopefully they tone it down a little bit because this thing is just a little too much for me. Next up, the Concept S is a new value passenger vehicle featuring a hybrid drivetrain. And here the S supposedly represents stylish, smart, and surprise. Anyway, what do you think about these two Honda concepts? Let us know in the comments right below. Nissan also had some goods to show off in Beijing. The Sylphie is a small car that will launch in China, though it is basically the next generation Sentra. It's powered by a 1.8 liter four-cylinder engine that's matched to Nissan's latest Xtronic CVT, a continuously vexing transmission. On the bright side though, it will ring the most out of every drop of fuel. Overall, the cleanly styled Sylphie looks like a smaller version of the Altima that was just revealed at the New York Auto Show, and that, folks, is not a bad thing. First came the Alfa Romeo Giulietta, then Chrysler used that platform for the Dodge Dart, and as fate would have it, Fiat is reclaiming the architecture to come out with the Viaggio, which just debuted in Beijing. This will be the first sedan Fiat builds in China. It will be offered with just one engine, a 1.4 liter turbo, but it will come in two different horsepower ratings, 120 or 150. The Viaggio goes on sale later this year. When Ford sold off Jaguar and Land Rover, it promised to keep selling them engines through 2018, but clearly the British brands would like to have that area covered on their own. Taking a step toward powertrain independence, they just announced a new 3-liter V6 engine. It's supercharged, boasts all-aluminum construction, and is derived from the company's 5-liter V8. 
It also benefits from direct fuel injection, variable cam timing, and stop-start technology. Two versions are planned, one belting out 340 horsepower, the other with 380. Look for this Bent 6 to debut on the F-Type 2-seat Roadster sometime next year. After the break, we'll take a peek at the updated version of one of the most distinctive vehicles in Ford's lineup, so stick around for that. Clean diesel models in North America will double by 2014. Why? Higher take rates, lower cost of ownership, longer range and better fuel mileage, lower CO2 emissions. Clean diesel, good, economical, functional. Bosch, invented for life. Hi, I'm Tom Ozog, the Flex Chief Engineer, and I'm here to talk about the 2013 Flex vehicle and take you on a little bit of a walk around of some of the things that we've done on the exterior and the interior of the vehicle. First of all, you'll notice the Flex on the front end of the vehicle. We've spelled out the, the Flex name on the hood. We've taken the blue oval off. This is an iconic look that we have for our Flex vehicle. You'll notice the front end is a little bit more contoured on the front. New headlamps. This used to be a little bit more squared off. Now you've taken it, you can look at the contours on the side. As we come around the vehicle, we've got new 20-inch wheels on this particular limited Flex right now. Polished aluminum. On the rear of the vehicle, as you walk towards the rear of the vehicle, you'll notice that we have a new flex applique with the letters clearly spelled out across the center. We've taken the blue oval that was in the center, we've moved it to the lower right. We've added dual exhaust chrome tips on the rear of the vehicle. Now as I take you in the inside of the vehicle, I'd like to show you the second row first. We've got the rear inflatable belts, again, with safety being the core of this product. We wanted to make sure that we were offered as a second application of the rear inflatable belts, first being the Explorer and second being now the Flex. As we move into the inside, you can see from the driver's zone, a number of new amenities that we have. We have a power tilt and tele steering column. We've added My4 Touch on the interior. We've also got passive start that we've added to the interior. So this whole zone has changed for the customer. Each one of the key elements we've, we've changed just to allow them to have a, a more comfortable space with more amenities for them. Make it easier for them, make it more comfortable for them. We've added new seat foam and trim as well. So seats are great on the Flex, we've made them even better. So when you get in the seat, you've got a new cluster from my Fort Touch. you've got a new center stack with the Sony branded audio. You've got your power tilt telly that you can move up and down and in and out. You've also got a new shifter, a booted shifter, a better design in this area for your cup holders. So this whole zone was thought of when we went through the interior design. Make this more comfortable, make it more appealing, and just make it more user-friendly for the customer. The Flex has always been a terrific crossover if a slow seller. And part of the reason it hasn't been a sales hit is that it's so expensive. The base price is about $32,000. Still, the changes Ford has made for 2013 only make it more appealing. If you're in the market and you don't mind the design, give the Flex a look-see. You will not be disappointed. And that's a wrap for today's show. Thank you so much for watching. We do hope you enjoyed it. But before I sign off, check out the latest episode of Roundabout. It just went live on our website, autoline.tv. And of course, you can access it via iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever else other fine podcasts can be found. Do check it out. Anyway, that's it for now. John McElroy should be back in the driver's seat tomorrow, and we'll see you then.